just when you thought it was safe to go onto iTunes. This is Next Level Guy. The only website that makes self-development as fun as going to the movies. It's time to take the red pill and escape the Matrix. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Next Level Guy Show Podcast with your host, Ian Dawson McKay. Next Level Guy is a men's interview, interest and improvement website where I interview the greats from all industries to help others better their lives. Listen to the experts in their respective fields being quizzed and learn something new. Listen, embrace, adapt, use it and improve. Today's guests are the guys from the Mind Pump Media Team. This interview is a fun one, it's informative and it's full of double entourages. The guys are the cutting edge of the fitness industry and really helping people transform themselves by cutting through all the BS and fakeness of the fitness industry and actually helping people by providing helpful advice that can work for you to help you achieve your goals. As the guys themselves describe themselves as, Mind Pump is an online radio show and podcast that's been described as Howard Stern meets fitness. It's sometimes raw sometimes shocking, and is always deeply entertaining and informative. Your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews have over four years of combined fitness experience as personal trainers, club managers, IFBB fitness competitors, and fitness thought leaders. The fitness world is filled with charlatans and snake oil salesmen pushing the latest and greatest, and sometimes downright dangerous, workout programs, supplements, and folk science of the unsuspecting masses. Sal, Adam and Justin use Mind Pump as a platform to shed the light of truth on health, fitness and a host of other topics. In this interview, we discuss what makes Mind Pump so unique and successful and focus on how to get and build great partnerships and friendships that can help you change the world. But first, a quick word about the affiliates. I've managed to build up some great relationships with some awesome companies. This allows me to obtain special discounts codes, deals and listener exclusives. Please go to www.nextlevelguy.com forward slash affiliates for further information. If you want to optimize your health, then you'll need to try Onnit. Onnit.com is a great supplier of some amazing fitness tools and accessories, as well as some great supplements and some tasty treats. Use the term Next Level Guy, that's N-E-X-T-L-E-V-E-L-G-U-Y as one word in the discount code section of the checkout to get 10% off any eligible items in your basket. For others, I'm particularly loving The Way of the Seal book by Commander Mark Devine, Ross Edgley's awesome new book, The World's Fittest book, and some super soft but yet super comfy jeans from Barbell Apparel. Again, use Next Level Guy at the discount code section and you'll get 10% off your entire order. For all the free trials, special deals, discount codes and affiliate exclusive offers, please go to www.nextlevelguy.com forward slash affiliates. I hope you've had as much fun listening to this one as I did doing the interview. This is a cracky one. Hope you enjoy. Thank you for taking the time to do this. You know, I know you're really busy guys, but when I first seen Mind Pump, I thought, oh, God, not another fitness YouTube channel. But it, <laughs> it is quite amazing, like, the quality, the, you know, the message you're putting out there. And it's it's a cracking, um, you know, podcast and videos. So for people under a rock who don't know you, 
can you just give a quick intro from each person just to see who you are and how you fit into the juggernaut? So my name is uh, Sal Stefano. I was brought on the team uh, just to give the brand like a handsome, good-looking, sexy, muscular, and mm. super intelligent, you know, just like a small piece of the pie <laughs> yeah. as a representative of We just of needed mind. a token Italian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we recruited him. Yeah. Uh, we found Justin in a Sears catalog. We were actually flipping through in the bra section. Yeah. Right. Remember, I used to use those as porn magazines. I, I don't know those out nicely. Yeah. <clears throat> And Adam, um, basically the brain, you on basically the brains behind all of this. Like if, <laughs> yeah. it was, if it wasn't, mind pump wouldn't exist. Uh, yeah. uh, we would just be out of water. If you have any complex questions about, you know, fitness, health, wellness, you know, chemistry, skip over. Adam's me. the guy. Yeah. <laughs> you ask. yeah. Word definitions. No. Now, all joking aside, we're we've been in fitness uh, professionally for decades. I've been doing it for twenty, twenty-one or twenty-two years now. Adam and Justin both, I think, seventeen years. Uh, each, each, we've been doing this for a long time. We managed health clubs. We've been fitness entrepreneurs. Um, and what brought us together was just a love of, of fitness, wellness, and, and really just also a disdain for the myth and bullshit that uh, permeates the fitness industry, at least that runs the fitness industry or seems to. And so it, it, we're just tied together by the, by a love of fitness and a hate of bullshit. And it certainly comes across, you know, it's people listen to your podcast you know, not just for the fitness advice and the, the, you know, it's the banter, it's the wit, it's the fun from you guys back and forth. So, how did you all meet? You know, is there, is it the friendship that produced this, or did it just gradually? Not really. Go? Yeah, I wasn't friends with any of these guys. No, I don't think any of us really like each other outside no. of the podcast. Uh, Sal's pretty much the resident nerd. Yeah. Uh, if it's up to him on a weekend, he's probably reading out the encyclopedia. So there's <laughs> not much I can do with him mm-hmm. outside of the podcast. Yep. But I think I think actually what makes the chemistry work, uh, because the three of us we really weren't we weren't uh, friends before the podcast started. Is well, I met I met I met you the fir- very first time I met Adam was a long time ago actually. The baby seal trip. Yeah, so we were. <laughs> I was I was out. Um, and, and <laughs> you guys were saving saving the uh, saving the baby seals. Yeah, yeah, that was a good yeah. cause. We both no, it wasn't saving the baby seals. No, Justin. we oh. there's a lot of people that want to save baby seals. We feel like there You're needs to be a voice. Them. For the other side, because the the fur is just so soft. Uh, it is. And it, it's we, like lavender. It's like, it's exactly like lavender. Yeah. And we all met. Believe it or not, we all met right before we started the podcast. And it was I knew of these guys because we had all worked. We all started our fitness career, Twenty Four Hour Fitness, and so we knew of each other because we were top producers. But we'd never really met. Adam and Justin were partners, and me and Doug were partners separately. Um, and I got on the phone with Adam one day because, uh, me and him had, were going back through social media. We got on the phone and I think we decided in like five minutes, like let's start a podcast. And that was literally yeah. it. It was a lot like the Brady bunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, when we, when we all got together, you know, I think part of the, the chemistry is the, is actually the fact that we're so different. You know, we sure we have some, some ideas as far as our health and fitness philosophies that, uh, align with each other, but our backgrounds are really different. You know, Justin really comes from a sports performance type of background and i think sal came from originally kind of the bodybuilding type of world but is way more on the holistic more balanced side now and then i was kind of dabbling in the bodybuilding world myself and so we just all have a lot of different styles uh the way we train ourselves the way we train clients and i think what people really appreciate about the show is that 
we're not preaching at people, which I think sometimes can come out, uh, come off from a lot of fitness professionals out there where they're, it's my way is better than your way. And it's these camps and we separate people and we get in these little boxes. I think, I think we do that because for marketing reasons, that's the best way to sell to people. And we kind of flip that all on its head and, and kind of come out there and we share with people all the different modalities and all the pluses and minuses of it. And we don't try and put people in a box. And well, you know, Ian, there's, there's, there's a lot of, uh, and luckily today there's, there is a lot of science. There is a lot of study on fitness, what gets muscles to grow, what gets you to condition, what gets you to get leaner, you know, what improves health, reduces inflammation, all that stuff. But what's missing is the experience with that. So you either have the the science people who are boring, or you have the people who are really good at communicating a great an, an idea, but their ideas are terrible because they don't know anything about fitness and health. And or you just be, get like really nice asses. That's that's right, which is why we have Justin on the team. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, when it comes to, I mean, we've been training thousands of people for decades, and what you get with that is you get inform, you get lots of knowledge. And you combine it with experience, and that comes out as wisdom. And the kind of wisdom that you start to develop through training lots of people for decades is that a lot of things work, but nothing works for everybody. And the things that do work won't work for you all the time. And so you, ha- you have to develop this open mind for fitness information. And you also have to understand pragmatism. Like mm. That's great that that study says that that particular thing works, but nobody's going to do it. It's yeah. never going to happen. So we need to find a way to communicate some of that in a way that's going to be pragmatic that people actually apply and do that'll actually work for them. And so that became, that's kind of our approach and it's a bit unique, uh, in, in our industry of fitness. Well, there's just a massive difference of when we were training clients between what we read and what we, um, you know, a lot of modalities out there that they theorize, you know, this is going to be the best way to handle the situation. Whereas when we're actually applying these concepts to our clients, it's just not playing out that way. And it's just such an individual variance uh, across the board. Every time we get a new client, it's like we, we're problem solving. And so it's not that generic. It's not that simple. And so like we, we have to really address these things and get people to think differently uh, uh, to be able to navigate through this whole process because it's really confusing. So true, Justin. Every single time I thought I had the answer in my career, every single time I was like, this is the way people should eat, I would get a client that would be the opposite. Right? Yeah. Almost every single time. And so, again, you just developed this open well, mind. Well, the other thing that's very magical about what's made Mind Pump successful, too, is the humanizing factor that I think we do really well on the show that I think that it, the timing is perfect for us, right? I think in our space, there's a lot of superficial, there's a lot of fake, there's a lot of bullshit, there's a lot of insecurities. Yeah, everybody's good looking, and we're ugly. Right. I mean, who else is? Who <laughs> That's else why is, we're on radio or podcasting. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I mean, well, you, I I think that the I think that the the fitness space when you when you start to meet a lot of the fitness celebrities that are out there, many of them got into working out in fitness uh, because of their insecurities, and they were and what's taken them to the elite level that they're at is are these insecurities. And so I think a couple guys like ourselves coming in and really humanizing ourselves and making ourselves relatable to people because that's really what it's like. You see uh, when you look on Instagram and you see some of these guys that have millions and some of these girls that have millions of followers and the imagery like that they, they put out there and the lifestyle that they present to these people doesn't really match 
real life. It doesn't match their own real life, much less anybody else's. Yeah, yeah. Is it really the tea that's producing this? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, that's what I want to know. If I see another picture of, of a guy coming out of his Bentley with a protein shake, I swear to God. <laughs> right. So I think I think people punch him in the dick. I think a lot of people are are wise to this now, and I think we're some of the some of the early adopters to this rip, very authentic radical honesty type of message that we've been putting forward since we've started. And I believe that we're starting to shape the industry, which was part of our mission when we started. We wanted to disrupt a space that we had been in for a very long time that we think needed to be disrupted. And we've been doing that. And I feel like there's more people that are starting to follow suit now where you're seeing more and more people putting themselves out there. And that's what we wanted. Like, so I think that's, it's exciting to see the direction it's going, but that's a lot of uh, what makes Mind Pump so special. By far, by no means are we the, the fittest, the strongest, the smartest. I think we're a couple of guys that have been doing this for a really long time. Uh, we've got a lot of wisdom just because of a lot of the experience and the knowledge. And, <clears throat> and most of us are all very well-read in our field. So I think we can hold a conversation with just about anybody in the space. And I think uh, we do it through entertainment. So I think people enjoy listening to the conversation of the show. They can feel that it's real, it's authentic. It's entertaining, and then at the same time, we give you a little bit of education. Yeah, we are along the pretty way. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, 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 that's the thing that definitely comes across is you know you're doing it, you're having a laugh, and it's not this boring three sets of ten or this is what everybody else does. You're not sitting your top off in front of a bloody Bentley or hugging a dog on the beach at sunset. You know, you're actually giving functional tips at work and you're having a laugh as you find it out. You guys can take a very complicated subject and make it fun, make it interesting, and you can feel each other bouncing off each other. Because we all do that at the gym. You know, we all ask mates how to do things and each of you, you know, you, you give your little snippets and people kind of go, oh, all right, okay, I can see it from that point and... You know, people we learn from it, and you know your your staff is superb. So, does that just come naturally? Do you guys have to work at this kind of friendship, or have you just well, slotted in? If you two two things, lots of work. Yeah, if you if you want to if you train clients for a long time, you learn that how you communicate something is actually more important than the thing that you're communicating. Because I could have all this great information, but if I can't get the person to understand it fully. And implement it, what's the use? It makes no difference. And so we, you said something about taking complex ideas and distilling it in ways that are understandable and relatable. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's the goal. I mean, that's the goal. I'm tra- if I'm trying to get people to improve their health, then I don't, I don't, I, I, sure, I can, make, I can make you think I'm smart. I can sound yeah. very smart, but that's not going to change anything. I got to be able to communicate it in a way that you actually get it. And that, and, you know, some of that comes from us training people. And some of that comes from the fact that part of our career was also teaching people how to sell training and how to sell fitness. And that's an important skill because sales is effective communication. Real sales is not the bullshit, you know, uh, you know, hucky, you know, what is it called? Chuck and jive type of crap. I'm talking about real communication skills. And, and that comes from effective sales. And if you, we have to be able to sell the idea effectively so people implement it. Like if I know that I need to tell this client to avoid particular foods because they may have a food intolerance, I have to sell it to them enough so they do it, so they actually do it because it's a behavior. Mm. And everybody knows behaviors are very difficult to change. The problem is too many guys in this space are caught up in how they sound giving delivering that message than actually caring about what the desired outcome is, which is Mm. getting the client to actually follow the People are still confused, though, so that means you're failing. 
Right. That's right. If you can't get somebody to implement it or to understand it, it doesn't, it doesn't yeah, matter. What's the worth of it? It makes no difference. Now, and you, the other thing you were talking about was, uh, I guess, our friendship. Uh, you know, I, I, I was, and I'm, are you inquiring about the friendship between us? Is, was that what you were asking? Yeah, I mean, because you know, you listen to some of these podcasts and you think, mm, yeah, that's just put on. But you guys seem to generally like each other, you know, and you just seem to have this bond, and you all seem to sort of evolve with each other, and you, you know, you. When you listen to you guys, you know, sometimes people go, oh, they just talk over each other. But you can actually hear you guys listening to each other and understanding and thinking about things in a different way because of it. Um, so, I mean, does that is that just because you spend so much time together or do you, you know, is there tips for people listening that can become a bit I more like that? It's a lot of sexual tension, if you if I'm going to be quite honest. Wow. No, I, and honestly, I knew it, Sal. <laughs> Sal's wanting to fuck me. Since Man, started yeah, this and it only took me two You're days. You're so creepy. <laughs> no, you know, you know what, you know what, I I don't two have dates. I don't have uh, the answer for that. I can guess, um, and it's hard. It's hard when you you know all of us have met those people that you just immediately you get into flow with. You get into those deep conversations. You feel like you've known them for a long time. You know, the first time you met them. It was like that the first time all of us yeah, sat but down I th- in a room. Yeah, I think there is a there. I think there is a single thing that w- makes all the difference, and it's it. And a lot of it has to do with our age and experience and where we're at in our lives right now. We've talked about this many times off air before, that the likelihood of the three of us, or four including Doug too, that we would have got together, you know, 15 years ago, probably would have never worked. And a lot of that is no. because much of our ego is dissolved as we've aged and we've gotten wiser. And that even when we started this, there there was no doubt the how big we wanted to grow this and how big that it would be one day. And no one gave a fuck about who was the face of it. Or, I mean, we still to this day, like if you, if you, if we were to bring somebody in to evaluate the business, they would probably chuckle at us. The fact that we haven't officially like titled people like CMO, CEO, COO. We run it very much. So like, like a law firm where there's just partners, we're all partners. We all get shit done. We all contribute to the pot. No one gives a fuck about who's doing what project, what takes more time, what's harder work. It's we all like, want the best guy to do the the, the, yeah. the best guy for the job to do the job. Yeah. And yeah. if that's not me, who cares? And I said this uh, I said this a couple episodes ago, and I think it's very true with the three of us is that we're all we're all confident enough to lead, but we're also all humble enough to follow. So it, it bleeds in the conversation. Yeah. It bleeds in the conversation, and you know a lot of people that haven't been listening since day one don't know this, but. We had a fourth host with us, and it was a, a buddy of mine, Craig Caperso, who uh, I think smart guy, really, really, really good dude, and uh, very successful. Hardworking, yeah, dude. hard, yeah, very successful on his own. But it just didn't gel, and it didn't work. And a lot of that was because he needed he needed that limelight. He's used to being that, and like none of us cared about that. None mm-hmm. of us cared about who's dominating the conversation, who's going to talk more right here, who's going to take turns. Like it doesn't. It's it's. Uh, we wanted it always to be organic. And that's how this is. There's some episodes that we do where we interview somebody and it's totally in, you know, Sal's wheelhouse and there's very little contributed from Justin and I. And we don't sit afterwards and be like, well, Sal, you dominated that conversation. Oh, that was a failure. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. and vice versa. There's going to be people that come in that I think are, are more my wheelhouse or Justin's wheelhouse. And so I think that's what's special is that nobody cares who's driving. It's kind of like, you know, uh, I don't know if you've read Stealing Fire before and they talk about how the Navy SEALs. How even though they have like a command or a, one guy that's leading, like many times when they're out and they're training, you know, they, they they switch back and forth who's leading the group and they just naturally fall in order. There's no like rule like, hey, when I do this, oh, it's you just an understanding. Yeah, it's just an understanding that when this guy takes the lead, the other two guys just naturally follow 
And we all kind of have that. And you really have to have dissolved your ego in order to do that. And I think where many people that try partnerships or a podcast with three or more people where they struggle. It's a clash of egos. It is. It's a clash of egos. And, and no, no one had that coming into this. In fact, as this business continues to grow and evolve. It's gotten better, I think. Yeah. We, we continue to look at ways to pull ourselves out of it and put others, which has also served us in the growth. Because instantly what we did as we started to grow is we started reaching out to other professionals and bringing them up along with us. When you look at the Jordan Shallows, you look at uh, Ben Greenfields, you look at uh, Aaron from Align Podcast, you look at Christina Rice, Christina Rice, Dr. Brinks. These are pe- people that would be considered our peers and how a lot of people in this space would look at as competitors because they too sell programs or they too do sell fitness stuff online. And so other people tend to look have a scarcity mindset and look at them and go, Oh fuck! I don't, you know, we can't really do much with each other. Or, oh, I'll only help you if you help me. Where we weren't like that. We saw these people as they had brilliant information that could be provided to our audience. We care more about that than we care about. Oh, will that take from sales from us? No one gives a shit about that. And I think because we have that attitude, I think it served us very well. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. it's very unique though too. I mean, it, it, that's why you don't see a lot of three hosted podcasts out there. It's it it is like its own dynamic that uh, we just sort of I mean it it literally just happened it's not like we went and sought after this and this was the formula the magic formula that was going to work it just was like wow let's try it with four guys oh now it's just three and like let's roll with this because you know actually like like Craig had to step away because what we were talking about was a little bit too racy for a lot of his sponsors that were uh, paying him every month. And so that was like, that was an issue. And we, we, we had a predicament where we had to like decide, are we going to keep going? Yeah. You know, is are this- we going to be able to censor ourselves or do we just continue doing what we're doing, which is be authentic and we're not going to censor ourselves. And so that's, that's what happened. It's, I mean, it's strange because usually you have, you know, like say you go to super training TV and all these kind of places, you have one person who leads it and they maybe cover everything and everybody else chips in. But you guys, like you said, you kind of switch in and out. You each take on the roles. You focus on who's maybe the the better person to lead that section and the other two support each other. And it's it's a really unusual dynamic because, like you said, the ego is a, an amazing thing. It's And a lot of guys can't handle that. So how did you you know lose your egos? Because you mentioned there you just let that go as you sort of progressed. So... Did I think much not? much of that was done, I think, leading before this business started. Yeah. I think that we were all – and that's what I meant by this probably wouldn't have worked 15 years ago. I think a lot of our history and past – I mean, I've, I've personally had – Plus know, we did a lot of ayahuasca together. <laughs> <laughs> this is a poison frog. This is not true. No, yeah. that's not true. But we – you know, I, I personally have had um, at least – you know, off the top of my head, I can think of five businesses uh, that I've had with partners that, that failed or do, we, didn't, we didn't continue on. And so I've, I've had a lot of, uh, you know, past businesses that I've seen what has happened with partnerships. And so I knew going into this one that wh- what I had to be, like the role I had to play. And I'm such a team player. I think these guys are such team players that nobody cares nobody cares about being that. And I, I think it's because of where we're at in our life. I don't think that we would be, have been there. Yeah. And I think it continues to evolve as we continue to grow the show because the more and more the ego dissolves for all of us and the more and more we allow each other to let lead and do whatever, 
I think the the better experience it's been for the audience, and so it's been a very natural progression. It took me a long time to trust Sal. I mean, he's, yeah. he's very slick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that... I leave a I leave a grease trail everywhere. <laughs> it's it's um you know uh, ego losing ego might not be accurate because you you need an ego right you, your ego helps you manage life and I think it's just more of a maybe a more mature ego might be a better way of describing it but you know really it's just I mean here's the bottom line you have two choices when you're working with a partner and a par- and partnerships are like marriages really no different like you're deciding this is a person I'm going to I'm betting half of this potential business on this on this friendship or this partnership just no sex yeah it, well sometimes yeah. Yeah. but you know it, you you when you look at the other when you look at your partner there's you have two decisions to make one decision is okay do I I'm working with this person because I trust them and I believe in them or I'm working with this person because I just need someone to help me. Now, if you're working with someone because you trust them and you believe in them, you also simultaneously have to understand that and have to check your ego in the sense that that person, I respect this person enough to have a business with them. If they have an issue, if they bring something up, if they say I'm doing something wrong, as much as it stings, as much as it hurts or as much as I feel like you know, I'm being slighted, I need to step outside of that for a second and listen to what they're saying. Take it seriously um, and consider it, you know, actually open-mindedly consider it. And that'll do you wonders. But that's not just with partnerships. That's with any relationship you have with anybody, depending on how deep that relationship is. This is a business, you know. We're, we're, well, I'll we're give building you, something together. Ian, I'll give you a, a, an example of something that happened yesterday. And uh, Justin has no idea I'm going to share this, but I think it's a really good example mm-hmm. of how special this team is. Special how, Olympics. <laughs> I was talking to an intern that we had right now and, and talking about how, how, you know, partnerships and dealing with in business with somebody else and how challenging that is, but how special uh, of a partnership that we have amongst all of us. And I said, you know, recently we've launched this IGTV, which is basically Instagram TV, right? So now we're shooting these videos for that. And, you know, Sal and I have, have spent a lot of time on the cameras. It comes, it comes more natural. I wouldn't say it comes natural for any of us, but it comes more natural for us than it does Justin. And, there, and so we're going back and we're all kind of shooting these videos. And you can see that Justin is just like, it's, it's, he's not comfortable. He doesn't like doing it. He knows he's going to put in some work to try and get better at it. And then you could see him too go like, you know, what's the point? Like, what's the point? Of, like, that's, that would be only his ego that feels that he has to do that. It's like, he can step away from that. He can let go of that because it's not a strength of his. And then he can go put his energy into something else where he is his strength and better himself. And nothing has to be said like that. No one communicated that. It was mm-hmm. like we were doing it. It felt Justin was like wasn't vibing what he was doing. He's like, I don't want to put that out there. It's not very good. Sal and I'm going to do that. And then instantly he found himself another project that contributes to the business. And he starts putting all of his energy towards that. There was no conversation mm-hmm. around that. There was no Justin, you don't do this. Justin, you need to. No one needed to do that. Nobody had to be careful for feelings or yeah. step around what's going on. And you know what? That is the mark, by the way. Mm-hmm. That is the mark of a of a true leader. You know what 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 Justin demonstrates doing that is because a, a true leader, a real leader, look first of all leads from the front, but then also knows who's the best people on the team to do the best job. And a good leader will look and say, "You are better at this. Yeah. You do this. I don't need to do everything. In fact, if I do everything, that's going to mean that we're not going to succeed." And we all do that with different aspects. It's not of the easy, business. though. Let's, I mean, of course. that was not an easy process, or, or for me to recognize. I'm very self-critical, and like I know where my strengths lie and where my weaknesses lie. But yeah, that's something that I, and I'm glad you brought that up. But yeah, it was definitely a difficult thing for me to realize, like, oh man, I'm not good at this. You know, I have to own that. 
and then I have to, and I also have to recognize, like Sal said, you know, who, where people really shine and let them shine even brighter. Right. And so that's, that's just different. It's a different mentality. I mean, it definitely comes across because, you know, like one minute I'm watching a video and it's like Sal leading it. Then it's like you go into another one and he's nowhere near it, you know, and you think, oh, that's strange. Like, I wonder how they kind of, you know, dictate who does what, but it's you know there's certain things you do or certain topics and certain people lead and i was really interested in that dynamic because you know one minute it could be about deadlifting rituals with jordan shallow and you think oh this is amazing and then i listen to you guys talking to like emily you know like sex with emily and i can actually hear you guys opening up to each other and learning more about each other from it you know it's it's a really interesting dynamic so i mean do you think it's changed you guys doing this podcast you know oh yeah oh, oh you're yeah. kidding me this we, is the most most it, growth in the last yeah, three years than far. in my previous 33 years, for sure. Sounds like a whole other chapter. Yeah. Know, like a whole other thing. You know, it's funny. It's uh, when you connect with people over something, you tend to push each other with that thing. So, like, if you you make a friend and you guys connect over drinking, then that tends to be what you guys do a lot of. The thing that connects us is we're all very growth-minded. And so we, we push each other in that direction. And and when we podcast, it's it's interesting. You put We put the headphones on. We start going. And we, there is no filter. We just go and we push each other to go and we push ourselves to go deeper and deeper. And it's the, probably the most therapeutic thing I've ever done, I think. Absolutely. I went through a divorce while mm-hmm. we started the mm-hmm. podcast. A 15-year marriage uh, dissolved on air. Literally, I'm talking about this on the podcast. And I don't know if I would have survived had I not had mind pump that, in, that during that time. It's also, like you and Sal talks about this a lot, like, there's something about when you when you put this out on air and then you go back and you have to listen to it. It's crazy. It's really weird because a lot of times we, we all talk and we just say shit all the hot air all day long. And then when it goes back and revisits that, like what they, exactly they said. But we have that ability now that when we say something on air that I can go back and listen. And a lot of, and I, being very honest, many times I listen, especially during the beginning of the podcast when we first started, I would go back and be like, God damn, I sound fucking yeah. stupid. That's yeah. terrible. Like, do I really believe that? And so you start questioning yourself and your own beliefs and the things that you say because you have this ability to go back and listen. Because a lot of times we react and we speak out of emotion. Mm-hmm. And, and then when you get a chance to go back and listen to yourself and the way you articulated a point, it makes me really think deeper into that point. Like, is that really how I feel or is that really how I believe or is yeah. that really how I want to come across? And like, so I think that has really forced a lot of growth in, in all of us, right? It's very educational. Like, like you said, to, to listen to yourself and how you work through ideas and just present them and communicate them. I mean, we've worked out so many ideas that, um, you know, I've thought about forever. And just to hear, you know, their perspectives have, has either sharpened or, you know, swayed me in a different direction, which is, uh, I mean, that's growth. That's It's crazy. Like, but we're doing this constantly every single day and, and trying to challenge it from every angle now not just fitness and health we're trying to really tackle you know other other ideas that are out there and like are those are those what i believe is that is that truth and uh i don't know if, if we could like sort of sum it all into one thing it's really just like trying to figure out what is truth and what what we do kind of subscribe to. well ian also asked like things that i think advice for people so i think something that we we picked up on early and I would give advice to anybody who's trying to uh, create a podcast or do something similar was, was the reps. Like we saw the average podcast was only putting out one to maybe three episodes. 
And, you know, we, we, we all knew like when we first started this, like by no means did we have these egos where we're like, oh, we're so good. Like, oh man, we're so good at this. But what we all knew is like, Hey, you know what? We're providing good information. We're getting great feedback. And we all know how much we're, we'll put the work in to get better at our craft. And so now it's been about reps, you know, just every time, I mean, getting podcasts, getting episodes and just constantly recording, constantly recording. And each time everybody is so critical of themselves that they go back and they listen, they listen to how they articulate, they listen to how they pause between guys, they let other guys speak. If we, like some people, like you said, think that we talk over each other, but what a lot of people don't know is sometimes there's strategy to that. Like I know Justin and Sal so well mm-hmm. that I can tell, like Sal has this un- unbelievable gift where he will answer a question or give a point and I can tell when he's made his point and then I can tell when he's filling air. Like him feeling space, like he'll yeah. then he'll go and he and he could keep talking for thirty minutes, but then I know once Easy. he's once he's made right. his point, a lot of times I will interrupt, and it's not because I I need to talk over him or I want to yeah, fit it's myself time to in. Jump in. It's yeah. time to jump in and transition. I see the same thing with Justin. Justin will start yeah. talking, he'll make his point, and then I can I can see I can see his body, I can see the way he's moving, I can see the way he's, he's trailing. Right, yeah. and then I'll come in and I'll. He's I'll, going down. I'll insert myself. And I think that we all have this ability to... To insert. Yeah, to insert into each He's other. He's a great inserter. <laughs> very, very large inserter. So, so there, is, there is some art. There is some things that, that skills that we have, I think, developed over time. It's not like just three guys that got lucky and started talking on a show. I, I, we, we do try and improve upon the craft. We've done as many podcasts in three years as most podcasts will do in something like 10. Yeah, take you know, that. Eight, 800 po- over 800 podcasts in three years. That's a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's the, those are the ones that people enjoy the most. You know, it's like the ones listening to you guys and, you know, you bring each other out your shell and you kind of delve into each other because I know those kind of podcasts, you know, it's like you can see they've got a lit, written list of questions and you go, oh, here we go. And it's like, you know, they get a guest on and it's, oh, his new book. And you could just change the name at the top and it's just the right. same question but with just a different site. But with you guys, you just never know where it's going to go. And it's, you know, you you can feel that vibe between each other. Like, you're not going to let things lie. You're going to, you know, flow into each other and you're going to help each other out. And, you know, I'm really liking that change in direction that you've taken. You know, you're not just talking about lifting. You're talking about how to pump up the life, you know, like of a guy. You're opening up to stuff that maybe a lot of guys are not willing to even consider. And right. it's really good. I mean, so... Has there been anybody on the podcast recently or since the start that's blown you away, you know, like an amazing guest or it's maybe made you think about things differently? Yeah. Well, um, a few. Yeah, we've had, I mean, every single guest we've had on after they leave, there's always one or two pieces of information that mm-hmm. will change the way we communicate just a little bit. I, I can see it and I can feel it after we meet someone, how it influences the way we either podcast or communicate something. But one guest in particular I can think of and mainly because we almost didn't interview this individual. Now, uh, uh, I used to own a wellness facility, uh, and I owned it for about 12 years. And there were a, a few wellness holistic practitioners in my facility. Now, back then, I was uh, your 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 typical personal trainer. Like I knew biomechanics, I knew you know lifting weights, I knew building muscle, burning body fat. I was not on that holistic side, but these two individuals were very good on that side, and they used to talk about this guy named Paul Check all the time. And how they took these, you know, Czech practitioner courses, and they just ranted and raved about this guy. And I looked him up on YouTube a couple times. And he looked pretty interesting, but he sounded kind of weird. He's this really ripped, uh, you know, fifty-something-year-old guy would talk about biomechanics, gut health, and then talk about God and all kinds of ways. So I knew about this guy, and so 
years later, we start Mind Pump, and I thought to myself, I said, you know, I bet you that guy would be an interesting person to have on the show. So I bring it up to the, to the fellas. They hadn't heard of him yet. And we decided to invite him on the show. And the like two days or something like that before we were slated to fly down, I don't remember exactly what was going on, but our schedule was absolutely insane. And it was a really hard stretch to make it down there, do this interview, and come back. And everybody was tired. I think we had just come back from another trip. Um, and we all we all had a meeting the day before, and we were almost going to cancel on this interview because we were just exhausted. And with the, the reason why we decided to go down was because we had already made the commitment. And one thing that I really respect about the, the people I work with is everybody has a lot of integrity. And we've already made a promise. We're going to go down. We're not going to lie. If we do cancel, we'll be honest. Uh, but, you know, that's a stupid reason. So let's do it. So we flew down, met with Paul Check, and it was extremely impactful. He's he's the godfather of wellness. He truly is the godfather. A lot of the things that we know about wellness and health today, he was championing in the 80s and 90s before anybody before anybody talked about the microbiome and gut health. Paul Check was talking about it. Before anybody was using a stability ball for exercises, Paul Check was teaching courses on it. He's also an ex- you know, I think he was an ex-ranger. He was a in the military boxer, mm-hmm. high level. He's 55 years old. He could do walking lunges. Me- yeah, mechanic. Yeah, you know. with 300 pounds on his back. He was a stunt car driver. He's just, he's just a, a wild, hyper-intelligent, just interesting individual. And so I would say that he, for, for me, he was one of the most impactful for sure. Well, that's what's kind of neat about all of us too is I think that we all have different people that impact us differently, right? So, you know, one of my favorite guests that we had was Tom Bilyeu. And Tom Billy, I'm just intrigued by the guy's brilliance in business. Like he's, mm-hmm. you know, he Great was a, guy. yeah, he was a, he was a part of um, uh, what's the Quest, Quest when they when Quest turned into a multi billion dollar company like literally overnight, one of the fastest growing uh, companies in the last decade. And so to be able to talk to a guy like that, and we got a hold of Tom right when he was starting Impact Theory. So that was a really cool thing to meet somebody who had just. Sold off his 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 uh, his ownership of Quest, made his millions of dollars from that. Then transitions over to start up the, his whole new empire, Impact Theory, and we had him on the show early on. So since then we've become really close friends. I talk to him on a pretty regular basis, and I just I love all his insight. He's we've created a, a relationship where I can reach out to him and ask him stuff that we're we're going through on our side of the business and pl- and pick his brain. And he's always got great information. And I just love the way. He conducts himself with other with other people like he's just out of all the people that we've met. I t- I pride myself on as far as the team as the relationship guy. So I try and manage and maintain a lot of our relationships that when we connect with people and Tom, in my opinion, out of everybody that we've met is one of the best at doing mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. And and I am, am true believer of your, your true net worth is your network. And, you know, he's somebody who lives by that. And, you know, I also try and live by that. I've taken a lot from some of the things that he's applied in his success. And, you know, he gave me a, a, a little tidbit and I'll share it on your show. So it was a game changer for me when we were talking about uh, just reading books. And he's, he talks about how, you know, audiobooks just like changed his life. And he goes, yeah, you know, I, I, I burned through an audiobook, you know, almost every other day. And I was like, how do you get through it? You sit there for like eight, 10 hours. He's like, no, I, I, I can listen to it at like two and a half to three speed. And I thought, well, that sounds ridiculous. Like that, like what? It sounds like the chipmunks. If you do that, that sounds stupid. That only, I already have a hard time staying focused. If I speed the damn thing up, I'm not going to fucking be able to listen to it. But he said, no, 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 you don't start off at three speed right away. You start off at 1.25, 
you let your brain adjust to it. Then you go to 1.5, then you go to 1.75, then you go to two. And I took that little bit of advice and I started doing it and it was, it blew me away how, how actually I was retaining more information at a higher speed. Cause what I found out every time I sped my audio book up, it forced me to concentrate and focus on the book even more. And then I was able to consume content at such a fast rate that it, it's something that has accelerated my personal growth just in the three years that we've been doing this. And that was a, just a very small tip that of all the great tips and things that he's provided for me in, in that interview. And I, I give that every time I talk to somebody, that was a game changer for me uh, because I'm somebody who, if I sit down, I got to be in a very peaceful, quiet place. If I'm going to open a book up and I'm going to read. And then if I'm listening to an audio book, I can easily get distracted. I would have never thought that speeding the track up you know, and challenging myself to actually listen deeper into it, I would actually retain more information. That was a gift that I got from him that mm -hmm. I always pass along. Yeah, it might surprise you guys that uh, this answer, but uh, I definitely agree with both of them. And I love those two guests are, are two of my top two for sure, uh, for both those reasons that they mentioned. But for me, um, it was Perry Marshall. And, and the reason being is because we did not expect the conversation to go in that direction at all. This guy is a marketing guy, like like wizard. And he's he's done like crazy things in the Internet marketing world. And um, so we were totally just ready for that. And, and and to talk about that, pick his brain, you know, apply these concepts to our business and, and really, get, you know, get value from that. And we ended up talking about, uh, you know, the evolution. The, yeah, the meaning of God, and like, yeah, like <laughs> intelligent design. Yeah, intelligent just design. And he had like all these theories that he had. He had fleshed out on his own and, and just wanted to kind of get into it and present it. And I don't know, I, I guess because I my whole life I've been like a very deep thinker. And this is something that um, I, I tend to come back to a lot just on my own. And it was just a really enjoyable to, to see that other people out there that are smart people are just like they're questioning all these things. They're trying to find purpose and meaning and and, you know, all this we can get beyond just like a lot of these surface topics and, and these things that we, we, we try and present as value to, you know, our audience. Let's stretch our audience a little bit. That was the first time we really stretched our yeah, audience. I was going to say, I'm glad you brought that up because that was, this was something that I remember, I remember us doing that and we were kind of a little like weary about it. We're like, this yeah. guy's really into this. And we said, fuck it. Let's, let's see where our audience will, how they will receive this. It was this. polarizing, which was awesome. Yeah, it was. it was a very, it was one of the first like polarizing interviews that we did where we're like, we're going to take somebody somewhere that nobody will expect us to take them and let's see how our audience receives. So that was definitely a pivotal point in the business because that was the first thing that kind of gave us that, okay, like, you know what? Fuck this. If we want to go somewhere with somebody, we're going to go there. Yeah. We're not going to be afraid to go somewhere with a, with a guest because of people are going to get turned off. And we now continue to challenge ourselves that way when we have interviews. And again, I, I, I look up to Howard Stern. I mean, one of the greatest interviewers of all time. And one of the things that he's brilliant about is that, you know, and you mentioned this earlier, that if, you know, Obama goes on and he interviews with 10 different, you know, interviewers, you and one of them is Howard Stern. Who are you listening to interview Obama? 100% you are listening to Howard Stern fucking interview him because if there's something that yeah. nobody else got out, yeah, it'll totally new. It will there. for sure be Howard Stern that gets something out of that conversation where the other nine interviews could sound very similar. It's the same canned question. Right. And we see this in podcasting. You know, once you get to a certain level as far as the size of your podcast, authors and doctors you become and, a part of a circuit yeah you become part of a circuit everybody wants to be on your show and and they and they come around and that's a way to promote their book or do their thing and everybody asks the same questions oh why did you write the book and da 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 da, da. and it's like 
blah. You know, after you've heard one interview of that person, you don't need to hear any more because they ask the same questions. Well, we want to challenge ourselves that you know if they come on Mind Pump, you have no fucking idea what we may ask them. We may get we may take some author into their personal sex life. You never know, you know, or get talk about a childhood fight that they used to get into when they're kids, or pick at their insecurities. Like so I love that, you know, we do that now and that Justin bringing up that guest, that was early on in the show that we started doing that. And I think that was a very pivotal point. No, I love that because this is where I come from is I want you to come to the site and be a better person than when you left or find something different about the guest. Because if not, you can just go on to one of 8,000 podcasts they've done to promote their book. I want you to come away and go, oh, I didn't know about that. You know, I had Mark Bell talking about a pivotal moment that gave him an awakening. Aubrey was talking about his showery. You know, it's like they all have these like really weird things that they just start talking about and they just open up about it. And I just let them go because it's maybe a chance that they've get, you know, they've maybe not had a chance to talk about that on another show because they're just like, what's the best prote- protein powder? What's the best blah, blah, blah? You know, what's the best pro- program to follow? But, you know, there's so much more to you guys than just the gym stuff. And I, that's why I like your show. You make people think about stuff outside of, oh, how can I get the best abs or how can I do this? How can I do that? And it really comes across well. Well, that gets boring after a while. And, you know, the other thing, too, is it's a compelling conversation is compelling. Obviously, it's got to be compelling for us, too. So if I'm talking to a guest and there's an, there's a direction I want to go because I'm genuinely interested I'm going to go there, and what's going to come out of that is is you're on the other side when you're listening, it is a compelling conversation. If I'm going to go the direction I think I'm supposed to go, many times it's going to sound that way, and it's going to sound canned. It's going to sound you know, scripted, and at the end of the day, like I said before earlier in this episode, you know, I could have 15 different great ideas, but if I can't communicate a single one of them, then what's the perp? What's the use? But if I can communicate just one, or if you listen to just one, because maybe you're listening to a compelling episode, or maybe you're entertained enough to pay attention, or maybe the way I said it, you know, sounded great to you. Now I've done my job, and if our and that's the, the at the end of the day, our goal is to impact people, or at least provide some good value. And you can't do that, or at least you have a. It's not as effective if it doesn't come across that way. If it comes across as canned or the same or I knew he was going to ask at or boring like you're not getting anywhere so if we were to throw out uh you know like a framework you know let's say forget about the what's the best rep scheme for this and how to do the breathing better and all that kind of stuff you know what do you think makes a good guy you know like is there daily habits they should be able to do is there physical benchmarks each guy should be able to do you know if you had a guy come into your site and that's what they took away from it what kind of things would you get them to do uh well two things first you have to start with a a strong i guess a strong framework or a or a direction and what i mean by that is what do you mean by you explain the question to me i'm, I'm yeah, confused so i think are you are you asking where we would how we would direct people to get into a like a fit and healthy lifestyle well so say if somebody came to you and said okay i really want to be more like you guys i want to mind uh-huh. pump my life how could you know what makes you guys you you know like do you do certain habits as there do you read such and such you know be open and vulnerable like yeah you know be what makes you guys tick yeah. yeah that's it yeah justin said you know being comfortable with with being uncomfortable that's a good one. I think the other one is 
always being open, making, here's, here it is, make friends with what you don't know. That's a big one. Um, you, you have to be okay with being wrong. In fact, you have to seek out, in order to truly seek out what is right, you have to be open to being wrong. Otherwise, your your own ego gets in, in, in the way. Well, so I, something I practice. I also think we live by, and I've shared this in, in interviews before, and it's been a long time since I've shared this on the podcast, but this is probably the most impactful thing that ever happened to me in, in business. And I remember I was about 22 years old, and uh, this guy later on became a good friend of mine. And I had just crushed goal for the month. And so, we, you know, I'm celebrating, patting myself on the back how great I am because I did like 120%. My, my team did really well. Like all, I worked for a gym and we had a bunch of trainers. And my boss was coming in that day. And I was excited to see my boss because I just crushed goal. And so I'm pretty sure he's going to come in and tell me how great I am. Everybody likes that, right? So he comes in and he actually does the opposite. He comes in and he, he picks my business apart. He tells me about all the things because uh, what I was known for or what I was not known for was my admin skills. And what, I'm, what I was uh, not good at was I was not organized. I didn't do the paperwork very well, but I was great at moving people. I was great at getting a team to follow direction and, and move towards a goal and win. And so he came in and actually pointed out all the things that I needed to prove upon. And I'm a very, you know, goal oriented person. And I'm somebody who I'm not like going to get all butthurt about that. I sat down at my desk and the very next day I'm working on getting really organized. And my buddy at the time he was my boss comes in and he sees me and it's like five o'clock at night, which is prime time inside the gym. And I should be out normally talk. I would be normally out talking to members and stuff, but I was back getting myself all organized. And he goes, what the fuck are you doing? I said, oh, you know, my boss came in and he said I need to do this, I need to do that, and so I'm getting this all organized, this and that, and he takes my desk and he fucking clears it, throws everything on the floor. And I got really pissed at him. Like, what did you do that for? And he says, listen, he says, you're 21 years old and you're in this position already for, for a reason. He says, oh, you're really fucking good at some things. You're not so good at this. He goes, stop focusing on the things that you're not good at. Focus on what you're good at and be fucking great. And that advice stood with or stuck with me for the rest of my life. And I've continued to apply it in almost anything and everything that I do. And I teach it to others. And I think that's something that we do really, really well. And I think a lot of people make this mistake of looking at themselves at all their failures or looking at the things that they're not doing well instead of paying attention to the things that they do well or the things that they are good at and putting a lot of their energy at being great at those things. And it's amazing when you start to do that because it's a lot more fun to work on the things that you already enjoy and you're good. And there's always room to improve and get better. You'll make more of an impact that way yeah, as and, well. And so I think a lot of, of what we've been talking about all day today about you know this special thing that Mind Pump has, a lot of that is I think we all kind of live by that philosophy. Mm -hmm. Nobody's in here nitpicking at things. And I think people coming coming into fitness should think the same way too. Yeah, I think or getting trying to do this is know your strengths, know what you're good at. And be great at it. And don't dwell on the things that you're not good at. Don't be beating yourself over it and putting a ton of your energy into trying get getting good at the things that you're sucking at. Put a lot of your energy. And that's not to say you just neglect. If you're shitty at something, you just say, fuck it off. Don't do it. But 80% of your time should be put into the things that you're already good at and be great at it. And then the small 20% or less should be focused on the things that you're not so good at. Yeah, the, the, the other thing that I think we, we enjoy doing, you know, where I was going earlier is – when you, when you have a, a strong belief about something or an understanding about a particular topic or subject, uh, whether it be fitness, health, or whatever, seek out the opposing view and be open-minded and seek out the best people in the, on the opposing side. So mm -hmm. what I mean by that is 
you know, let's say I believe that eating a paleo diet is the absolute best thing for health. And I think that's the best. I'm convinced. I've read all the research and literature and I'm, I've tried it myself. I feel phenomenal. I've seen it with clients and I'm convinced that it's the best way to eat. I'm going to seek out the best vegan representatives I possibly can. People who I know are going to make the best, most compelling arguments. And I'm not going to argue or fight with them. I'm going to listen with an open mind and I'll debate and discuss with them, but I'm going to be remain open-minded. And out of that is going to, I'm either going to a come out stronger in my position. Cause now I understand another position or B that person is going to change my mind, which is actually my favorite. This is actually the thing that we, I think all of us love the most is when we can get our minds chained, changed in a way we call it a paradigm shattering moment. When that can happen, that's a beautiful moment. Now, most people don't like that. Most people don't like to be that wrong because they identify with the it's uncomfortable knowledge and information that they have. But at the end of the day, I mean, the way we look at it is I'm not wrong anymore. This is wonderful. I can now move forward no longer being wrong like I was yesterday. Mm-hmm. And we, we, we treat everything that we talk about on the show that way. And we've actually changed our position on a few things as we've done the show because we've seeked that out where I'll have some you know, I used to make fun of the those vibrating plates that people would use in the gym that would vibrate. It was like a big vibrator. And we'd laugh about it and make big jokes about it. Well, I, you know, as we were making fun of it, you know, I seeked out people who defended it and, and really gave compelling arguments. And I tested the things and tried it out and kept listening to them. And I came out with a completely different opinion. We talked about it on our show. And that right there is, I think if you if you move forward in life, uh, that way, um, you're going to continue to grow and learn and you'll either be stronger in what you believe in and more educated on what you believe in and being able to communicate what you believe in better, or you're going to come out and you're going to change your mind and you're going to be better for it. You gotta be open to that though. Yes, definitely. Yeah. I mean, that, and that's definitely something that comes across for you guys because you're like me is you want to learn and you want to ask questions about it. You don't want to just pigeonhole people, you know, you're open to see the other side and that's why i kind of i might not 100 percent agree with the politics of somebody i might not agree with their outlook in life but i'll ask them that and i'll get i'll let them you know i'll contemplate what they're saying so how do you guys take what these guys are giving you you know you've done about 800 episodes how do you consider these things you know because knowledge is great but if it's it's just a fact if you don't do anything with it how can we make sure people are actioning what we're, they're learning from these podcasts? Uh, so your question is, how can we make sure that people are taking the information that our guests are saying? Well, there's a there's no there's a little formula to what we do, and it's and it's happened over time. Like we've we've built this formula. Like it, everything that we do is organic, is raw, is authentic, and is not planned. But there is somewhat of a structure and idea to what we want to accomplish in an episode. So. And some of that is even new and recent. In the last six, seven months, we've kind of divided our, our, our show into two parts. And the first part of that being like current events. And the way we manage that is that each guy is into different things and reads different articles, reads different books, is into different studies. And everybody is, is, is their own responsibility to grow, learn, and educate themselves. And you know tomorrow when I get on this podcast or after this podcast, we'll be recording our podcast for the day. And we know that there's topics that each of us may bring up in that current event. And sometimes Sal dominates that with two or three studies, and we talk and elaborate on that the whole entire time. Other times, I'll have something that I bring, and we talk the entire time. Other times, Justin will. 
But everybody's always got some of those in their back pocket to discuss. And we just know that you have three guys with differing opinions. And so, and we know that we'll have that. We try and stay current. So we do current events, things that are happening right now. So if it's popping up in news right now or all over the place, so people see that they hear, they're already hearing that shit out there in the news. And then they get to hear the three of us have a, a, a very organic conversation around it. So we know that we're adding value there, right? Well, I think too, like we have a forum and this forum for us is like our, our lifeline. This is our, um, direct communication with our fan base. And so a, a lot of times we'll, you know, we, we, we check it every day and we answer questions and it's, it's just great for building our community. Um, but we get a lot of feedback about the show as far as like what type of guests we've had on and, you know, what they've took from it and whether or not it was to any value for them. And then also like seeking out the counter to that, you know, message that we've just brought on. Like we have to look at all our episodes from like a bird's eye perspective. Like what have we covered? Like what has dominated been the majority of what we've covered? And like, can we get another perspective somewhere in there? And so we're always kind of uh, critical of that and like uh, what, what our audience is actually learning from us and like taking away from us. So yeah, it's, it's something that is always on our mind. And like, so when we go to look at uh, topics or even just between the three of us, like what can we cover um, that we haven't touched on or we need to elaborate more on because there's still questions within the forum uh, that are uncertain. Yeah, the second half of the show, you know, so the first half is all current events and the second half of the show is more fitness dominated. And, you know, it's I don't think you can listen to a single mind pump episode and not get some sort of health and fitness knowledge out of that portion of the show, whether it's one thing or a plethora of things that we've dropped in that there's always something that's informative that somebody can walk away. And so, and we, we don't write it down. We don't say, Oh, let's make sure of it. We just know that this, this is the part of the show where this is our wheelhouse. Now it's what we've all been talking about for 20 years of our life. So it's pretty easy. And as long as we stay on relevant topics, like Justin's saying that our forums talking about or questions that people have, you're going to probably get a gym from one of us. And one of us, and what, what I, I think is really special is that we'll take a specific topic and we can say anything right now, right? The, you know, the a butt wink in a squat, right? So people talk about that all the time. And the three of us have different point of views on that and how we talk to it and speak to it. And maybe the way that Sal articulates it, it, it connects with 30% of the audience. And then the way I say it connects with 25% of the audience. And then Justin like does 90%. it. 90%. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it connects with everybody else with his great analogies that he gives all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Ramp water. <laughs> so I, I think that's, I think there is somewhat of a formula to that. I think it, but it's kind of naturally just kind of, worked itself out uh over the time that we've been doing this but we definitely don't we're not so random in an episode that you know it just it just magically happens every time sometimes we, yeah some, sometimes magic happens <laughs> yeah, like sometimes that, we're but, random but we i think everybody knows that you know the first half of the show will be we'll be addressing current events and what, what's going on and what everyone's currently reading or into and then the back half of the show, we'll we'll address either our qua questions which are mostly fitness related or personal growth related and then and or we'll do like a specific topic that we want to talk about for an entire hour. Well, so there's some there's some of your podcasts I listen to and I think, oh, like what you know, what they talk about and then there's other they'll go away for five minutes and a gem will come to my mind like you're saying. And it's different people with different little mentions and you go, Oh yeah, I see what they're meaning there. You know, so is how do you see Mind Pump evolving? What's the future? What what do you want to take this and what do you want to do with Mind Pump? 
Well, I, I mean, I guess in the near future, it's to continue to grow the brand and continue to reach more people through through new media, through YouTube, social media, through podcast, uh, all all new media, all internet based, um, and, and to grow it that way. In the distant future, um, you know, I I think I can see us developing talent. Yeah, yeah. We want we want, we want to be on the. Well, we first, got a space force. So. Yeah, we want to be the first podcast of the United States Space Force <laughs> yeah. on the moon. Um, no, I think you know. I want to be General Akbar. Yeah, I could see us developing. <laughs> Trump. Wow, Akbar. <laughs> <huh>? <laughs> what the? I I could see us developing other uh, other personalities. That's, I other really people. I really see that. I mean, we're going through right now kind of a rebranding and, and a new look on all of our. Uh, social media, our website, all that stuff. And a lot of it, again, this is going back to the, the dissolving of the ego for us. Like nobody needs to be on the face of our business. No one, we don't want to be in the limelight. We want to use others, others imagery, others people's content. I think we really want to be mavens in this industry. I like we, we got the main attraction and we've got the attention. I think of a lot of people in the fitness space. Now, now we want to bring others up. Now we have other people that we think are providing really good information. They just don't have the platform. We want to be that launching pad for other professionals out there, and I think that it was, I think that's really where all of us want to be. I think the dream for the the four of us is to be sitting on sitting at the beach, fucking ninety percent of the time, and I think letting others develop and grow and continue to get out there. Like none of us cared to have the fame or or be the face of something. So I think the future of Mind Pump is really the people that we start to develop underneath us. Yeah, well, I mean, originally I wanted you know like. Uh a mission out of each kind of podcast like you know talk about so-and-so or they demonstrate how to do x and I, f- I found like i can't always get that in each podcast you know you can't just sit down and go okay i want to get this out of that because they don't always go down that way but it's little gems that people take that can possibly change their lives you know and it's i think like just this has been about an hour already and i think a lot of people are going to sit there and go I really like that site, but there are all these little gems and they're going to go, okay, I'm going to go and listen and your fitness stuff will change people's lives. The The banter between you will change lives. And, you know, I, for me, it's finding out more about people and learning about how to be a better guy and fix, you know, the, having a better life. And you guys are certainly teaching people to do that, you know, and you should be really proud of the content you're putting out there. And I think you're definitely going to go places. Appreciate awesome. it. I Thanks, much appreciate it. You know, health Total health. I don't think you can. I don't think you can name something that doesn't fall under that umbrella. To be quite honest, I mean, you when you look at total health, that encompasses, of course, your your physical fitness, your mental health, your spiritual health. Uh, you know, the kinds of foods that you eat, the people, the relationships that you're around, you the have. relationships you have, how you sleep, how you live, the job that you do, like everything, everything falls under the umbrella of of health, the total human organism, and then the connection between you. And other humans around you, and then your societies and, your, and nations in the world. And so, I mean, when you have a health podcast, yeah, we can focus a lot on fitness, um, on exercises and diet, and we do that too. We do that quite a bit. But when we're talking about health, and we're and we're really interested in health for ourselves and for our families, we're going to talk a lot about everything, you know. And that includes psychology and spirituality and relationships and sleep and. You know, you know, whatever, all that stuff falls underneath that. So, yeah, that you know, I think that might be one of the reasons why the show tends to go all yeah. over the place is because it's all, it all, it's all underneath the umbrella of health. 
Yeah, I mean, I've I've literally got about three pages worth of questions, and I don't think I've touched any of them so far. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Mind Pump, buddy. So that I mean, that's de- that's definitely why I would love to have you guys on again, and maybe have like m- more of an area to focus on each time. But I just think you your site's so good that I had to let you know the people that are following me know about it because I've spoken to so many different people, and you know everybody kind of knows Mind Pump. So what what do you want? people to take from this interview you know like uh, well i don't know if you want to call it an interview but what, what do you want them to to go you know, away and you, think about ian do you think you have more people that are just trying to get fit that are listening to you or do you get a lot of entrepreneurs like what what do you think your your audience is you know for me it's just general guys who want to become better you know like i've, I've seen podcasts that it's just sales people and they focus towards them but I think there's a lot of guys like me who were just a bit lost and just needed a bit more from life and didn't know where to go and were kind of a bit into fitness. I kind of bit wanting to get their sex life better, kind of a bit get their financial stuff better. You know, they weren't wanting to be superstars in a particular area. They just wanted to be better guys and probably guys like that, to be honest. So I would, Lincoln said it really well, right? I have no respect for a man that is no wiser today than he was yesterday. And I think that if you're if you have a lot of guys that are growth minded and I think the thing to take away from this that that really makes the podcast and all of us individually special is is that fact is that, you know, always pushing yourself to grow every single day. And and do you do you evaluate your day like that at the end of the day going like, you know, how am I better today than I was yesterday? And that can cover many things from your personal health to your relationship health, all those different aspects that Sal was talking about. And I think if you have that attitude where you're truly growth minded and wanting to better yourself every single day, I think that really embodies a lot of the message mm-hmm. that, that we mm-hmm. put out. It, it doesn't have to be much either. It could, I mean, right. it's literally compare yourself yeah. to yourself yesterday and just become a small percentage, you know, a, a, a percent of a percent better today. And believe me, that turns into massive changes down the road, you know, if you take two parallel lines and you and you separate them by one degree, and you move forward ten feet, you're not going to be able to tell the difference. But you follow those two lines out for 20, 30, 40 miles, and you'll see that they're in almost in, in completely different directions. So, just aim to get a little tiny bit better every single day, and within you know months to a year to two years, you're a new person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I honestly cannot believe the person that I am now compared to when I first started this podcast. And it's just from speaking to guys like you who let me think about things or open my mind to things or, you know, it's like you're saying, challenge your beliefs and allow you to leave the ego at the door and actually learn. So I've got two um, final questions. So who's your dream guest for, for each of you? Oh, shit. J.J. Abrams. Is that yours? Yeah. yeah. I just I would love to pick his brain for a while and uh, you know I'm, it's not just been, so quick on that one, dude. Oh, I've just been masturbating to that. I I've feel been like. thinking about <laughs> it actually because this is a question. Abrams. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. no, 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 it's not like that. It's not like that. Uh, yeah, I have a lot of his posters, but we won't talk about that. Yeah, no, I I've been asked this question a couple times on another podcast, and um, I keep like it keeps changing, and and I keep narrowing it down. I think it's just because. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan of storytelling and, uh, I just feel like the way that he thinks about it and, um, the different shows he's been a part of different movies he's been a part of, and just like the way that, um, he can understand, uh, you know, what's trying to be conveyed is like super fascinating, interesting to me. And he's just, um, I mean, he's doing humongous things. So that would be my ultimate guest is just to have Mm -hmm. a conversation with him and, 
uh, pick his brain and, and, and see what, what motivates and drives him to, um, you know, be as successful as we already is. know where Sal's going to go. Yeah. Yeah. Take a guess. Go ahead. Jordan Peterson. Peterson. Yeah, we're yeah. working on it. We're, actually, we're, we're working on getting Jordan <laughs> Peterson it. on, yeah. but I would love to interview Jordan Peterson. I think he represents a very interesting, uh, movement in the culture at the moment, and um, I, I think it's quite fascinating. I think he, he articulates himself well, um, quite controversial. Um, I don't necessarily agree with everything he says, but I think he'd be a fantastic conversation. And then the other person is a little more obscure. Most most of your listeners might not know who this person is, but Thomas Sowell, who's uh, one of my favorite uh, economists. He's actually he's my favorite economist that's alive today. He was a student of Milton Friedman. Would love to get him on the show to talk about everything from race to racism, you know, economics, sexism, doesn't shy away from the controversial topics. Now, I want to point out that we were all naming these guests, but something that I, I think we can all agree on, too, is that I don't think anybody really fantasizes about having a specific guest because I think we're always surprised. Yeah. I think every time I, I get excited about a guest that I think is going to be amazing, I'm let down by their personality or who they are off the mics. And then the times where I'm not really excited about somebody where we almost don't show up to an interview or something, and then I meet them and I'm blown away, like mm -hmm. what an amazing human they are. So I'm definitely not somebody who, you know, it gets starstruck or like, oh my god, I want to meet so and so. They'd be so great and awesome because you never fucking know until you get in a get in a room like the one we're in right now to talk to somebody one on one and off the radio to really learn their personality. But that being said, I think a really fun interview and a person that I would love to pick their brain, not just because I think it would be entertaining, but also because. I think they have a brilliant business mind that a lot of people don't dig into, uh, and that would be Kevin Hart. I think Kevin Hart is uh, what he's doing in media and for a personal brand, and the guy's fucking funny as fuck, so I think mm. it would be hilarious. Be a good one. I think it would be hilarious to do something with him, and then I, I would take him places uh, different than I think an average person that would interview him because I, I see what he's done as far as building a personal brand uh, in, in today's in today's. Uh, media, and I think he's done an incredible job and built himself a little empire. And I think he'd be a fun person to uh, kind of pluck his brain. Oh no, it'd be an epic show. It's somebody I'd love to do. You know, for instance, I um, have you heard of the Raging Panda, Nick? Um, he's a guy who lost two legs in an accident when he was a soldier. No, and he does like he does like obstacle courses carrying a stone. Oh, you know, like well, with no legs. I've seen clips of him actually. And, you know, it was the show that basically blew me away and it made me look at life completely different. Mm. And, you know, it's the ones you think, hmm, well, I wonder how this is going to go. You know, because right. he's maybe not as big known as everybody else. And you go, holy hell, that was amazing. You know, and he's just an amazing guy. And I think I was just so proud of myself that I had actually given, you know, really got into that and let and be open and vulnerable to him because he's such a great guy. And, you know, everybody, like, um, I've interviewed Mark Bell. I thought he was a great guy. Sanjeev Prasad, great guy. Tom Billiou, Gary Vaynerchuk. You know, there's some amazing people, but it's always the wee ones that blow you away. Oh, totally. I, th I think in our experience, it's it's rare that we we meet somebody who we think is just going to be so amazing and then they, they exceed those expectations or even live up to it. But there's been many times where... I mean, I've, I remember, too, we get so busy around here. Sometimes we have a guest that's coming in, and we fucking, oh, my God, we haven't even had a chance to remember who's coming in today. And we're like, oh, yeah, it's so-and-so. Like, oh, that's he does this or he does that. Like, oh, okay, I know what we're going to talk about. And we're not even that excited. And they get in, and we're like, holy shit, like, this is going to be someone. We've, we've actually created some really great relationships 
with like the Max Lugavere's and the uh, Jason Phillips, Joe Decina, Joe, Decina, Joe, yeah. Joe Decina, and like you know these guys that you know I didn't really pay attention to at all before, but I knew they would be good to be on the podcast. And then we meet them, and they're just good fucking people and the type of people that I want to associate with. And so I'm always surprised by that. So I'm I'm more surprised when we meet somebody who's super famous, like the names that we all named, and then they're fucking really down to earth. Because a lot of times these guys and girls come in with these canned type of interviews. And they don't get as deep and personal. I love these people that are a little bit more open and vulnerable that we actually really connect with and bond with. So you never know. And how do you think I'm doing? I know this is my first time with three people and it's we bounced about a bit, but I mean I tell you what, there's that's a this is this is we before we got on, we rarely ever do uh Skype interviews, all three of us anymore. Like because yeah. one of the things that we decided a while back, it's already no more menage a trois. It's already challenging to do Skype interviews because of the little bit of a delay, and then because of the style of how we interview, how we talk over each other, it's really fucking hard. And you did an amazing job today. So, so you get a six. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, Ouch. So yeah. I'm no, like, about to say that highlight. Like, yeah, that's like, a good score. He's yeah, lying. He's <laughs> lying to you. Ian. That, that uh, what you much did. Higher. Yeah, much much higher. I think you crushed it. We, uh, we you probably have opened us up to maybe doing this again because we've pretty yeah. much told everybody else that we wouldn't Six do this guy. <laughs> no, I mean, so, yeah. there's, there's so many little things where I'm looking going, oh, I'd love to ask, you know, Adam about that and Justin about that. and Because, oh, you know, I can see a lot of Sal in different interviews and I'm thinking, okay, I'd love to ask him all that. But then I'm thinking, I want to get them all together as well and I want to get Doug involved. And, you know, th- there's so many things to how to look at different angles and, you know, I'd love to have you guys on again. I know I said I'd only take well, an hour, but Ian, are you are you in contact with Brianna right now? Who's booking you? Who booked? A, is it Brianna? Yeah. So if you if you reach out to her, you can. Yeah, I, we'll do individual interviews. Yeah, I think individual is really now that you've got a chance to all of us get together and talk and and kind of know where everybody goes. Like I think there's a lot of value in in each one. Sal's a little boring and stuff like that, but I mean for <laughs> sure I think you'll still enjoy interviewing each of us individually. Yeah. No, that'd be great. And then I'd love to have you guys on again. I just wanted to showcase Mind Pump because I think it really is one of the best things I've, I've seen lately. So for guys listening, you know, where do they go? How do they find out more about you guys? How can they learn from you, follow you, see latest projects and, you know, buy the maps programs, which look amazing? You well, can find Sal at Pornhub at Rear Ends. What, what was it again? Yeah. Uh, dot com. Adam's <laughs> at logjamming.com. <laughs> no. no. Uh, the podcast is Mind Pump. You can find it on any platform. So iTunes, Spotify, Podcast Republic, we're on all of them. The YouTube channel is Mind Pump TV. Different information, but it's also a lot of fitness and health and wellness stuff and some fun stuff. Uh, our website is mindpumpmedia.com. That's where we have all of our programs. We also have a lot of free guides. Uh, you know, we've, we've come up with about 12 free, and they're actually quite useful, lots of good information. And we did this because we wanted to give free things to our audience. Great place for somebody who's just tuning in to us and not sure mm-hmm. what kind of information we provide. Because yeah. there's... It's just a bunch of guys like how to build your chest, how to build your legs, you know, how to flatten your stomach, like a lot, a lot of different yeah, guides. guide, all that stuff. Yeah, there, it's uh, mindpumpfree.com. And then you can find us all on Instagram. Just put the word mindpump and then put our name. So it's mindpumpsal, mindpumpadam, mindpumpjustin, and you'll find our individual pages. Perfect. Well, the floor is now open to you. If there's anything you'd like to mention, anything coming up, anything that you want to promote, here's your chance. You know what? I I think that I would encourage people. The one thing that Sal didn't say that we have, too, is we have a free app um, that you Mm -hmm. can download, Mind Pump Media. So it's absolutely free. And all it really is is uh, it's a search tool. 
So if you are just finding uh, the podcast and you have specific topics that are related to health and fitness, we've probably covered it. If you put it up in the search uh, tool toolbox or whatever you call, it'll find uh, all the episodes where we've talked about that topic. And we typically, instead of promoting something or trying selling something, we highly encourage people to take advantage of all the free content that we provide first. Uh, and then eventually that you can look into some of our programs. Mm-hmm. But that's, we're, we're big on that first before trying to market or sell or, or push in anybody direction. 20 per, us- 20% of every sale that we make goes to uh, our fund to try to pay for Adam's uh, sex reassignment surgery. Mm. So uh, just keep that in mind. You know, help us out with That's that. Yeah. yeah. We're halfway there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tupper Bolton Huff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm starting with the Good top old Adam. one ball Adam. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's been an absolute pleasure. I cannot thank you guys enough. It's just, I knew this is the way it was going to go. So I just thought, well, I'll get you all on individually well, it, and right? I'll get you all back again. <laughs> but, you know, this is the kind of ones that I enjoy the most. It's getting to know other guys and let. Well, okay, that didn't come out well. Yeah. But you know, just <laughs> learning more about life and seeing where you guys do it. Because you know, it's great to speak to other podcasters, people who are learning, evolving. And I cannot say anything but wish you guys the absolute best for the future. Thank- it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank, Thank you. Ian. Thanks for having us on. Man. Make sure you stay in touch, and then uh, reach out to Brianna. We'll definitely do some more with you, man. That's it for another week. Thanks for listening. Absorb it, practice it, use it. Until next time, keep trying to hit that next level in your life.